Hello, everybody. Welcome to Silent Podcast, where anything but silent. My name is Sabrina. I'm your host of I'm Pleased to Tell You, which is the Amazing Race podcast. We are here to talk about episode seven of this current season. And with me back, back, back again is my good friend, Mark. Hello. Hey, how are you? I hope that was. Uh, hi. Um, but I am so excited to... Um, talk about this honestly one of the best episodes of amazing race in many many years um i i love it this episode so i mean obviously we're like talking about this episode because the next one literally comes out tomorrow but it's fine Um, so i love that we actually both watch the episode live because you like i messaged you like oh my god you're like oh my god i'm like Wait, what? We're we're both watching. I know. Usually, I don't watch the episode live because I like to just sit there and like write my notes down and like really pay attention. But for some reason, I was feeling it, and I was like, you know what? We'll just keep going because usually I I can't do Survivor or Anybody's Race back to back. I have to give it a break. Um, But I was ready, and I'm glad I watched it live because if I got spoiled about this, I'd have been pissed off. So I'm very happy that I watched it live. It's just a really, really, really smart episode. Like. Like it was like one of those episodes. Like the way I have to do is I watch every episode twice if I'm coming on here. Yeah. Um, I I normally go watch Pride for Survivor every Wednesday night, then I run home and yep. watch the second half of Amazing Race, and then I watch the first half. So because I can't, I don't want to get spoiled on who go, goes home. Yeah. And then I have to watch the first half uh, on normally Thursday morning, so I can uh, talk to the most recent eliminated team because oh God, I'm very thankfully part of the Express, but I don't have like the like early access that some of them have so yeah yeah oh my god i would go crazy like i can't do that i can't start a show even like 10 minutes in i have to wait until it's done and then watch the whole thing it's a journey like uh what i have to do like i normally like i used to dvr it uh or uh, use youtube tv or just be out late enough but now i can't with like my work schedule like i can't be up too late and or else my whole week is ruined (laughs) (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) well so for this episode we have eight teams left so we're getting down to the nitty-gritty it's getting Mm -hmm. harder and harder to lose somebody each episode um and we find out that we're going to germany which is awesome that's where i'm gonna be going for my honeymoon next year i can't freaking wait so this are you going to cologne or corn as i've heard we don't don't really decided yet but like after seen this episode i'm like maybe we should go to cologne and check it out yeah get lost in the rhyme uh like yeah, half the teams did. <laughs> right seriously so these are the orders of the leaving the start mat and what time so first we have greg and john uh 6 42 a.m robin Corey 7 25 a.m joel and garrett at 7 28 a.m morgan and lena at 7 36 todd and ashley at 7 54 Andrea and Melina at 8.02, Steve and Annalie at 8.03, and then Robin and Chelsea are last off the mat at 9.18 a.m. And I feel like this is definitely the longest amount of time in between first and last place up to this point, at least, which is kind of crazy to me that it took this long to make a decent gap between Mm -hmm. first and last. Because it's like a two and a half hour gap, right? Yeah. And like most of them have been like within an hour. It's been nuts, like really close. And, and it would have been longer if the episode was a non-elimination like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much, much longer. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, so they get to the airport. They're still in India to the airport. They have to get to Frankfurt, Germany. And I believe they're all on the same flight. I don't think there mm-hmm. was any 
drama with the airport either. And Can I just I, say something really quickly though? Uh, because yeah. um, like, I feel like we've always been hiring Greg and John, and to see them like now in that front of the pack position that we felt like they were going to possibly be at, yeah. it's pretty cool. Like being like, yeah, these guys are great. And I mean, and they keep it up, but like still like at the top of the episode, like, yeah, we're feeling this. And they're like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think we're actually like, for the most part, kind of getting the narrative correct, I think. Like, we're kind of predicting where people are placing at this moment. We're kind of calling out who's probably going to be leaving soon. I think we're doing a good job with that. Yeah. So, fly to Frankfurt, first stop in Germany, in Europe. Um, They have to drive to a particular ferry. At the ferry, they have to exchange five euros for a bag of historical coins. Mm -hmm. Okay. Simple enough, right? It's just a regular root info. Uh, wait, I want to bring up something before we get much further because I think it's an important thing for the episode. Yes. Um, that Ty and Ashley like lived in Germany and so did Robin. I feel like yes. it's it's interesting to know like what teams like have lived elsewhere. Uh, because yes. it's like, you know, you never know how those connections are gonna work. I mean, it definitely helped Victor and Jocelyn in the top in the beginning race likes. Yeah. I for some reason, whenever like Whenever Todd and Ashley said they were live, live there, I just kind of blew past it. But for some reason, whenever Robin said it, I was like, ooh, this is really going to help her. Like, I just felt like she knew yeah. what she was talking about. And so I was kind of thinking that they were going to do pretty good this episode. Um, but it is, yeah, it's super interesting to find out, like, what people's advantages are just from their life. And, like, what and it seems doing. like, yeah, it seems like Todd and Ashley and Robin's were very different because Robin with the military background and Todd and I- Ashley, I believe, with sports. I think so. It was sports or like high school or something. Yeah, well, yeah, because like he it seems like he was probably good enough uh, to go pro, just not NBA pro. That's what it oh, sounds that's like. Right, that's right. He was a pro player. You're right. Yep, that was that was the connection. I totally missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, just th- just thinking about the military background because like my family's huge military background, and I know Germany is a spot that you could be stationed, and so I'm sure like she had a ton of local experience and like was out in the town and like learning the language. So I think she definitely had a a pretty good experience and help yeah. her out. Um, so with this root info, um, this is our first self-driving leg, which is wild to me that it took this long to get to a it's self-driving It's been years. Leg. It's been years, right? Like, like there hasn't been that much self-driving in years. I like, that's wild to me. And mm-hmm. I feel like people, uh, people will always bitch about the, oh, like, I, I learn stick, learn stick for the amazing race. But it's so true. You have to learn how to drive stick. One of you has to know how to drive stick. You will lose the race if you do not know how to drive stick. Like, if I ever get on the show, that's, like, the first thing I'm learning. Immediately. Before, like, I'm not a runner. Like, like, I'd be going to the gym and stuff like that. But, like, I'd be, like, learning maps. I'd be learning learning flags and stick. Like, like, I'm, like, very tempted to apply for Amazing Race to my fiance right now. Like, uh, she's not know this. She probably hears it because uh, my daughter's is already <laughs> done. Uh, but like, there's like, like we're new teams. I'm like, I think I could do this. And yes, like, right. It seems yeah. so much more accessible now. Like, yes, there's a lot of you know walking and running, and, and it's like yeah. it doesn't get physical, but it seems like it's like more of like anybody could do it kind of thing. Which I think yeah. is the whole point of it, like that anybody could try it. So, but know. yeah, no driving. Uh, the team got eliminated this week. They like they learned, they studied all that stuff they're supposed mm-hmm. to study, like. Like mm-hmm. flags and everything, and yeah. stick, and then they get like a beautiful, like 
2023 like automatic car <laughs> yeah it's like i'd be so pissed i'd be like if i'm learning stick and like knowing it's coming up and it's an automatic i'd be like are you freaking kidding me like i literally did the research and knew my stuff yet it doesn't even matter <laughs> so annoying but anyways they're driving they gotta figure out where to go some teams are doing fairly well with navigation and some are not so Can we just talk about like how there's like at least six ferries in this part of the Rhine. And that's the thing too. Like I just, it's another like case of read the clue, read the clue, read the sign, read the clue again, read the sign. Make sure it matches. Like there's that F-A-H-R-I-E fairy spelling. Yeah. 100%. Because there were several teams that went to an incorrect ferry. Um, I knew Robin and Chelsea, uh, but they caught it very, very quick. And yeah, exactly. Like Andrew Molina. For most people, it was okay. Like, if they got to the wrong one, they actually corrected their mistake pretty quickly and found the actual spot. But poor Andrea and Molina, they drive it to a ferry, random ass ferry, does not match the clue. Just a real ferry. Just, Just a real actual ferry. They drive all real ferries, but like, like drive the normal, their like. Car onto this ferry, <laughs> and the ferry actually leaves. And whenever the ferry started to leave, I looked at Cole, my husband, and I was like, Oh my god! Oh my god! They they got onto a random ferry, and they're like in going in the opposite direction to who knows where. I don't think they actually went the opposite direction because they they like spoiler alert for later in the episode they do like get to the castle before the last team like they're not the last team, but they have actual euros and when they need uh, ancient coins. Yeah, so the clue states that they had to exchange the five euros for like the fake big coins, but they they find a fairy worker and is like, "Hey, do you have the magic coins?" And then he gives them euros. So they also think- he was like in slightly amazing race colors too. Yes, uh, and it's like, like oh, when it was more extreme than the uh, old man on the boat that they were supposed to give it to, oh who had God, a little like tassel. I mean, to be fair, I don't fully blame them for going that direction because, I mean, they went to a ferry and they found a dude who gave them coins and it looked like he matched the colors because it's a German flag, which is the same colors. So I I don't know. I just can't believe how far off they were, but like not really. It was the weirdest route info I've ever seen from somebody, like the way they did it, like the way it happened for them. I just was just, I, I mean, at this point, you know, they're done, but I was still, thinking, well, you hope like, they're not done. Like, like, I mean, come yeah. on. Like there, <laughs> there was like, like there's a lot of weird. Oh there, my God. Can we talk quickly uh, before, like, cause this is a thing I've been noticing for weeks now. Joel and Garrett have the most specific, not Dodo music, but, funk music <laughs> like their little soundtrack it's like boopity 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 boop and it's not oh, it's not dodo it's not dodo at all it's not Lord. like man look at these idiots like look at these guys having fun like right yeah and i feel like all the like most of the male teams are being kind of like perceived like that like kind of a himbo kind of like just here to have a good time i feel like that's most of the male teams on this yeah. season but it's entertaining to me i love it um i mean like joel and garrett are literally my favorite of that archetype of like not from big city older guys you know yeah yeah so most of these people 
end up actually finding the correct fairy, getting their, their magic big coins, whatever. Um, and then poor Andrea and Melina are off on a ship, like, and they're just doing their thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, they're, they're on a real fairy. It's a normal fairy. It's literally like the exact, oh there's like five types of fairies that look exactly alike. Well, it's just oh, they have different names God. on them. And one of them has a magical old man with uh, I mean, ancient coins Jesus. on them. <laughs> so we're going to come back to them because they're having their own adventure. Um, so we get to roadblock number one. Surprise, two roadblocks this episode. Um, and basically they have to, they go to this castle and they have to go to the robber baron and use a math formula that they're given to give them five groschen, which is, I guess, the little, I don't know, magical coins they're figuring out. Magical whatever. German coins, yes. Whatever. And uh, so they're, it's basically just a math puzzle that they have to solve. And then once they solve it, they can rappel down the castle back to their partner. Honestly, super simple yeah. roadblock. Um, I feel we, like... We gotta talk about Chelsea's tactic here. Oh, uh, she, God. <laughs> she went straight up like uh, Josh Martinez, I think it was, in yes. the challenge. Uh, yes. Where yep. it was like yep. you like run back to the mat and they're like, one more. One more, one yep. more, and yep. then like got there. So they started like six, and went to seven, eight, nine, ten. Like got to like fifteen, or whatever it was, and it was just. It reminded me so much of the challenge USA. Like, no, you're so like, right though, because that just happened pretty recently. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like with Josh's case, it made sense. This one, fifteen, like that probably taken her a minute, and she probably did a lot, of, a lot of running for that fifteen trips. But I mean, no one's gonna tell her not to. Like, no, you're thing. right though, because like considering that she didn't know how far back she was, because she was towards the back of the pack to start off with. Anyways, I also feel um, like no one really knew how they were doing this. Like, what do you mean? I feel like no team really had an idea how they were doing. Like, oh yeah, you're, no, that's true too. Just because I feel like the self driving really like did it because when you're driving yourself, yeah, you can't see the other teams. Like it's like more spread out, so there's more chances to get into traffic or make a wrong yeah. turn or whatever. Because all of the other legs so far were in a pretty small radius it seemed like like it was mostly walkable like yeah. they had to take the same um taxis like services and stuff so this definitely seems like they probably were you know a little more in the dark about each other um yeah um, so with this yeah, I about some of those fights though in those cars like there were two major fights in those cars that i thought were gonna like oh. end people yes uh, morgan alina like literally um I'm that way too, where I'm pretty bad on my left or right. So like, I actually have to do like the hand thingy with the L and R yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, like the the L and the backwards L. Um, I'll admit that I'm not the best at that. And like, um, like them fighting over directions is like Chef's Kiss, amazing, amazing race, but like nightmare scenario if you're in the car with them. Oh, uh, totally. And also, Steve and Annalise fight was kind of scary. Oh, they were um, ridiculous. Like, they're just, like, I think they're at the point now in this race where they had a little too much time with each other. Yeah. And they're, like, ready to, like, not be together anymore. <laughs> I, I think mean, that's where I, they're at. I think it's, like, fascinating how, like, it went from, like, she's, like, my dad's my rock. And then he's, like, I hate you. Like, basically, while I'm trying. <laughs> Seriously, though. Listen, they need like, to the fight last while they're out of the car. Like, oh, my God. No, they got to chill. <laughs> I mean, it's to say I hate you, but, like, that's a no, I know, I know, like, I know. the way that fight so basically, goes. Basically, it's like, yeah, they are, like, no fucks given anymore. And, like, like it's that thing of, like, you, like, you watch, like, these, like, like these like epic uh, meltdowns, right, on the show. And, like, the rule of thumb is if it starts, like, in the middle of the uh, act, it's a pretty big thing. And if it starts at the end of the act, it's just, like, to get you through the commercial break. Right, they start right. in the middle of the act and, like, had something happening around it. 
ended the act and then like continued into the next act. Like, oh my god, I know there it was like heated for sure. So, with this roadblock, I just want to mention um, who actually performed the roadblock on yes, this one. Yes. Um, so, Andrea, John, Garrett, Morgan, Corey, Chelsea, Annalie, and Todd, just to you know, give you a reference. Um, so they have another root info. Have to drive themselves again, this time to Cologne, and where they find out that they have to do a Cologne carnival, if you will. Oh, this is the best! I like this is like my dream in Amazing Race. Yes, this like, is very quintessential Amazing Race. Like yeah. this type of root info, weird, fanatical music, costumes, props, like situation. Um, and I love how it's like you know, like, a, like a giant convention hall, right? Uh, exactly. With a weird like track oh, inside, like because yes. like they have to navigate on this horsicle, as they call it, or it's yeah. a bicycle with a horse Basically, head. Basically, yeah, um, it's a bicycle with a horse like, head. Fun. It's so it's, fun! Like, like oh my god, like, I love it. it it's, it's like if I was random. an amazing race, if I was oh, an extra in amazing god. race, this is what I'd want to do. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah. would want to be like <laughs> dancing in Germany. I'd want to be like in Germany in a carnival screaming. You know. I still think about that all the time, and I know I've mentioned this before, like in a previous episode, where like I want to know how they get these people like to be a part of the episodes, like all the locals. Like how do they like casting calls, I guess? I have no I, maybe, idea. Maybe yeah. I, I just always think about that. Like, how do they get this like Buddhist monk to be in the amazing race? <laughs> or like <laughs> someone who has no idea what the hell the amazing race is. Like, how do they get them to do it? it always that'd like, be a fun job though, right? Like having to go yeah. to like like some like uh like south asian country and be like hi uh do you have like any monks or anyone uh like priests type people uh to come uh because we're doing a show in america uh and uh, this guy that you're gonna like phil kogan leads you for like the the check-in or whatever you know like it's like i love that like i love it it makes me happy it is cool so this um, is just a root info. So there's no real challenge to this. One team member's on the horse bicycle. Except the, the horse, horse looks hard to ride. The horse looks hard you know, to it's, ride. It's huge. And then one member has to throw roses into the crowd. And or Rob really gets into it. And he's like kissing the, to the crowd. And some teams are love, like all about it. Yeah. And some teams are not happy. <laughs> I do love like the costume that they're wearing is like a kind of like, um, oh my God, like a Sgt. Pepper's costume. Yeah, like yeah. A rainbowy. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Like, I love, I love anytime they have to wear a costume. I love anytime that they have to do something silly like this. I love it. It just, I love the. Costume. It's like it reminds you it's a levity. Like the show has levity in it. You know, it's just yeah, like exactly screaming at a giant dartboard. You know. Yes, for sure. And it seems like for this particular root info, a lot of teams got lost to this challenge. Yeah. Like they're having a hard time. And I feel like just in general, everybody's having a hard time getting around in Germany. Like the driving was not like for everybody. Okay. So then they get their next clue after they go through the carnival and they have to go to a bridge, mm-hmm. which a is now bridge. It's a, such a, a giant bridge. bridge, which is now their second roadblock. Um, and whenever there's two roadblocks in one episode, normally that means that the other player has to do the roadblock who didn't do it earlier. Um, and this is no different. Uh, so basically what they have to do is they ha- a have to figure out um, the numbers of the oldest cologne produced in cologne, use that code to unlock a lock that is hanging on this giant bridge with a crap ton of locks on it. It looked and like it was like, like 
two-tenths of a mile long. Like, maybe long. It was huge. It was big. And basically, you had to find that one particular lock that had the Amazing Race little logo on it. Um, Some teams took them a while. Some teams were pretty quick about it. Um, But overall, easy challenge again, I feel like. I think it's those ones, like, where it actually benefited you if you were a leader. Because I feel like your brain automatically went, I should go, like, halfway across the bridge. Because you think that, like, everyone else went to the front half. Which yep, in theory yep. is correct, but I don't know if that is because like those teams got lost. Like the thing is, like it's like this is like a real like international bridge, mm-hmm. um, and like the German colors are black, yellow, and red. Yep. Two of those are amazing race colors. Spain's yep. colors, yellow and red. Yep. Um, it's like that thing of like a lot of European countries have yellow and red on the flag, and a lot of these are like very much like, hey, I came from Europe, like some other part of the world, to, right. to this bridge to actually do that, and. Yep. And like this bridge has probably like two hundred thousand locks on it, like just like, I don't even know. I I can't even like imagine how many locks. Like are on there were just so many locks that like you're just like wow, this is a lot. Uh, no, but like I do think that Lena was very smart and that she ran straight to the end of the bridge, but I think helped her out. She got she got it pretty quickly after she yeah. thought about that. Um, um, I have a question though, uh, because this is important to ask. Like, so like Rob and Ashley like kind of work together a little bit in this. Do you think? Do you think that that's a good alliance for them since they're both like top of the pack ish teams? I think so. Middle? I think I talked about like either an episode or two ago about how that top level like half at least of the teams have already gotten kind of close, and I feel like they already had like a relationship a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why they might have helped each other. And I think it's also smart just because they're both good teams. And yeah. at least for the next couple of legs, they can get themselves into like that really like you know top five, top four, even then. Um, I think it's a smart move. Because in my mind, these are two of the four teams, two of like the four teams that like my top four. Yeah. Um, for the season. And like yeah. it was like like at first on Robin's like, hey, I'm gonna like get her uh I like buy go buy her to get the actual information. I thought he was gonna do kind of like what he does sometimes. Which is allowed, or just walk by and see, and I'll go put it, the combination in. But right. like, she like rode down for him and everything. Like, okay, yeah. this is people working together. Yeah. Like, yeah, usually it's not that detailed of like giving somebody like an answer like that. Like, I said, usually it's like, oh, it's over here, or like, oh, mm-hmm. like go that way. But like, she straight up was like, here's the answer. Well, so, so I have a question. Say- yeah. Oh, you go so first. Bad. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, so if you like, if you can decide which of the detour, well, Roblox to do, would you have rather done the math problem one and rappel down or the love lock bridge? Okay, honestly, I liked both of them a lot, but I would have done the lock bridge. I feel like that's more fun for me, like a little like I spy kind of situation. Yeah. I think I would have like, that. It's that weird thing of like if I was if I was in the season and I'd be like, if I didn't do the the temple, I'd want to do the lock bridge. Yeah. Because the temple seems like the worst thing that's ever happened to like half these teams. <laughs> oh my god. Seriously. Like like now that I've like talked to a bunch of teams that have done it, they're like they're all like, yeah, that was a nightmare. Or like I somehow got lucky or whatever. You know, like yeah. no one was out there less than fifteen minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I feel like this roadblock was also pretty quick for the most part. Like people got it, I, I think, fairly fast compared to like previous roadblocks. So it wasn't so bad. I know uh, Joel had trouble. Joel definitely had trouble. Have, there. I think he had a little bit of trouble, but I feel like it wasn't as compared to like previous roadblocks. I feel like we had some way more challenging ones in earlier legs. Okay. So I think they got kind of lucky this time around. Um, yeah. This. So next is, is the detour. And I feel like this kind of blew my mind a little bit. It was not how I expected it to go. 
Um, so the first choice was they had to go to this like rooftop like area and they had to kick four soccer balls onto a dartboard, but they had to score exactly 66 points to get their clue. The second one was they had to sample nine different mustards, learn the names of those mustards, and then repeat the mustards in a mixed up order just based off taste. So they are learning a taste and a German word. And yeah, and pronunciation was important too. Like, oh my God. So in my mind, I would have immediately gone to Just for Kicks because that's something that you can practice. If you get the hang of it, it would be quick and easy. However, if you were terrible at it, you would have to probably switch. But with the mustards, I feel like it would take a long time. Or in my mind, I thought it would take a long time to like get the name down if you don't speak any German and then identify a taste based off of that name nine times and you have to get them all to win. And they don't tell you which ones are wrong. If you mess up. Um, I like those pronunciations. The pronunciations were insane. Like the little fact they dedicate at least a minute to the, of the episode to Steven and Elise saying Meritech. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> like Meritech. Magnetech. Meritech, Meritech, Meritech. <laughs> like, and it's just like you see the guy that's doing it, like just like trying not laugh hard yeah, at these like... Texans, like, like, and I know I know they used to live in Texas, like the like the whole like Meritech, Meritech. That, that was like, great. I was like, oh my lord, and like Meritech, and like no, no, uh, say it like, slower does not make it the right. <laughs> Magnetish, what? Like, God. I just, I don't know, just immediately hearing what they were, I would have gone for Just for Kicks. But that's why I was very surprised that originally Todd and Ashley did choose that one, but they left. They're an athletic team. It makes sense for that flight. Like, the for sure. Like, the Just for Kicks is like, if you can get that, like, if you can, that's all the ones you get done like in five minutes. That's what I'm saying. If, and that's why I wanted yeah. to chose it. Because if, if I can get the hang of it quick, then I'm out of there. And yeah. I'm really shocked that only Rob and Corey chose and completed that task. And they look like they're there probably honestly like 10 minutes. Like that's like. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think it was at the mustard for that long either. No. And that's what blew my mind. Like everybody at the mustard finished ex- like before Todd or Rob and Corey did. Like, they were in and out. I was very, very surprised. I thought that would take a long time. But, like, most teams did it within, like, two guesses, which is nuts. Yeah. Um, it just – and also, like, my brain wonders, like, what the aftertaste should be, like, after each mustard. So, like, you have right, that beer right. one, and then you have, like, the Bahrain or whatever, uh, and then Mar- uh, Maritech, and, like, you know, all those. You're like, would it, like – because, like, a Riesling as a wine is, like, a very interesting flavor – does the reason right. mustard taste like reason? Uh, yeah. Like, you know? Very strange to think about. Because I'm not even a big fan of mustard, to be honest. So that would have been hard for me in the first place. I'm not, like, anti-mustard, but it's that thing of, like, it's a lot of different kinds of flavors going on in your mouth at the same time. Yes. So that would similar be flavors. Like, about. similar flavors, too. Yes. But, like, like, I'm not athletic at all. So, like, my brain goes immediately to the mustard. Because athletic, right. like... I feel like that that's just asking for an issue, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And, so it was definitely yeah. surprising to me to see, like, the disparity between who chose what and the people who did choose the mustard, like, killed it. Because the top three finishers of this leg all chose the mustard and finished mm-hmm. before Rob and Corey ended up being in fourth. Um, so after the detour, they 
found it's the pit stop at Das Schuckelden Museum. Schuckelden? Schuckelden? Sounds right. Schuckelden. Good Lord. I need to learn German, y'all. Oh, um, wait, wait. I want, I want, because around then, this is like when, like, we get the very, very funny uh, Andrea on the boat when she finds the old guy. She's like, this old man. Like, <laughs> oh, that's right. We got to come back to them because, because they finally... they're like they're throughout the whole episode. Oh, wait, yeah, we got to go back. Like, when I got home, my, my fiance is like, yeah, they have like no chance. And it's like kind of sad, but they like, very enjoyable sad. Um, like, <laughs> okay, uh, let's. Let's go through the finishing order, and then we'll go to Andrea Malita. We'll back up. Oh, God, okay, yeah. so the pit stop is at Das Schuckelden Museum. Um, and first place ends up being Greg and John. So it is a yeah. double first place for these gentlemen. And they killed it again. Like 4000 a piece, I believe, right? Ridiculous. Yeah. Yep, 4K each, killing it. And then, surprise, Robin and Chelsea pull out second place. They're the For most chaotically placed team ever. It's on this. ridiculous. Like they were, they left the mat in last place. Somehow their driving skills like put them like way up top, and then the mustard challenge was like nothing. And there they are, like <laughs> they're like second to last. Third I love them. Last. I like. I, I'm so wow. in love with these teams this season. Like, I just think Robin and Chelsea are just two of the most enjoyable of that archetype that's ever played this season. Like ever played a season of. I'm here. I'm gonna win. And I'm playing with my friend. Let's do this. Like, let's just go hard, you know? I still don't know about them. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, really, I'm like, lie. scared about, like, I'm going to, like, gush when I have to interview them in the Express. And I hope I... it's in the final three uh, for, for my, like, gushing sake. I, I don't just... think it will be. I think it'll be, like, around, like, five or so. I'm not sure. But, like. Um, I just still I... want to know the frenemy situation here. I feel like I still don't feel it yet like i i like that i'm getting to know robin a little better like i liked her stuff last episode about mm -hmm. like her tattoo and like you know what was you know meaningful to her and i really actually enjoyed that um but them two as a duo i'm still not totally vibing with yet like i want to and like, like they're I, they're interesting like they, they really complement each other very very strong. yeah like, i i like that they are like there to win but i'm still not like totally on board with like yeah like i'm rooting for them like i, I understand that i like, like yeah like I, you're like most people that likes to cheer for the teams that are there to make make friends and win yeah it, it, i don't know it, it just definitely depends on like the team like i'm very particular mm -hmm. um so third also place, wait, wait. I, I learned something about the baron of lies um he's also baron munchausen uh if you've seen the, the adventures baron munchausen like that's who he's based off of okay. um Movie nerd here, so and history nerd, so like that was cool. Well, good to know. <laughs> uh, so third place, Todd and Ashley. I feel like that's their usual place around three or four. So yeah, they're just kind of yeah. chilling, and they're probably going to keep sliding their way up into top three or four. Um, we've got I Rocky. think that's happening. Like they're in my, they're definitely in that list of like teams. I'm like I can see in the finale. Yeah, for sure. And then Robin Corey in fourth place. Fifth place, Stephen Annalee. Sixth place, Morgan and Lena. And then Joel and Garrett, who totally think they're dead last. Oh, my God. Seven. I love these guys so much. Like, <laughs> It's another case of just being like, we're out. Oh, my God. Like, and then they're just they're on the lock bridge. And like, and, like, Joel's like, yeah, I feel like I'm doing the temple again. This sucks, but might as well enjoy myself. And then they're, like, doing the mustard. And, like, eh, oh, hot dog. Great. And, like, like. <laughs> 
I know they like literally legitimately think they're done. And so I, so I love full that on, like doomsday Phil, which is like uh, I like, I love when Phil gets that serious look in her face. Like, did I just point bother? It's the best. Uh, like it's great. <laughs> like, I, like I love it. It just it's that thing like, man, like I love it. Like Phil Phil's so good. The best. The best. Yeah. We stand. So we get all teams checked into the mat. So we'll kind of go back to what happened with Andrea and Melina. So we left off where they were on a boat on their amazing adventure into the sea. Um, and somehow they get to the castle before they get to the man who has their magical coins. So they kind of realize this after she tries to like count the coins out, the euros yeah. that she has. And she's like, I definitely don't have enough coins for this. So I don't know if she's tipped off by production or if she just finally realizes it that like they did it wrong. They're um, really smart. Um, like when I was talking to Andrea, because Melina unfortunately had a death in the family and wasn't able to express condolences uh, from our son podcast family yeah. to Melina and her family. Um, but it was that thing of like she when they got to that castle, they she knew there was a little chance because there was one more clue box, clue in the clue box. Mm, okay. But when they got back, like I think she just realized like this is not right. It doesn't, the math isn't mathing. Right. Um, and like, they went back and figured it all out. And then like, once they got back there and saw there was no more clues, except for their clue, they realized it's not, they're not long for this game in theory. Yeah. And I think it took them a long time to do the Robert Baron math problem. Yeah. I honestly have no idea how long it took. I didn't, I didn't really like, you know, say well, or kind of show how it was getting people. dark too right like it was getting yeah, dark by I, the end see, i attributed a lot of that to them just getting lost and having to go back and forth a bunch of times because they literally had to go back actually find the correct fairy get the real coins go back to the castle then yeah. do the challenge and then by that point i mean they finished the the first roadblock and then they had to go to the carnival and that's where they end up meeting phil who tells yeah. them that they are already eliminated. Like, that's how far behind they were. They literally only got to one challenge. That's crazy. Um, yeah, like, I found out um, that they were driving for, like, four or five hours. Oh, my God. Um, which is insane. Like, you're just like, that's oh. a lot of driving. Oh, that's horrible. I just can't even imagine. Like, that would be such an awful way to go. Just, like, going by your own, like, driving demise. Like, jeez. Like um, and you can't blame anyone else. It's not like in India with uh, Liam and Yeremi where they're like, "Oh, I can blame uh, the the driver that doesn't know where she's right, going." Right. I'm um, like, you can only blame yourself for not like getting there. Yeah, that sucks. and that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen like. Of course, we've had other instances of Phil meeting the teams to tell them that you know time has run out. But I don't think I've ever seen like an actual challenge like kind of get put away like you see like april you see like, t- like you see like 20 balloons on the ground you see everyone leaving and it's just like kind of sad like oh yeah, man. Like they actually showed like those extras leaving the building and like taking yeah. the things with them and like i don't think i've ever seen that before so you kind of knew it was coming because it was about to be an empty room um so i wonder if maybe that was just because they had a time slot that they had to like stay in or i don't know i mean it's it's hard to tell you know yeah. Like, but the thing about like this race for people like Andrew and Melina is that like those people went on this race to have the adventure, totally. and they had the adventure, and they had a good time. And they lasted probably longer than they thought they would, yeah, and they yeah. both have been like longtime fans of the show since the beginning, and have applied before. That's what Andrew told me when I was talking to her, 
And like it's that thing of like they got the adventure. They got what they they didn't win, but they had a good time. They made friends, oh, all that good stuff. They did great. Like they went to a party where they never went thought they were ever gonna do. And like that's um, cool. I know. I am very sad that we had to say goodbye to them because they're one of my favorite teams yeah. to watch. And oh, and, I want to um, talk about one more thing with them because um this was like one of the questions I wrote down immediately once I knew once I realized I was gonna talk to them eventually. Um, why they say out of towners. Oh, that's my favorite thing. I said that last episode a bunch. I was like, that is literally me constantly. Whenever I go out yeah. of town, like if I do something wrong and I don't mean to, I'm always like, sorry, I'm not from here. Like, yeah, it's a thing of like, I'm not from here. Uh, I'm friendly. I'm just not from here. Please be, treat me with kindness. And like, that's beautiful. Like, that's like, that's like what, like, that's like a good spirit type thing of like, just be like, hey, um, I'm not from here. Treat me well. And hopefully yeah. we can like, work together like don't hit me with your pedicab because i'm an out of town <laughs> no they are the best i was i am so sad that we are not going to be seeing them anymore it's a bummer i'm not gonna lie i thought we were gonna lose them like three episodes ago so i'm happy that we oh, got them for totally. seven episodes like, it was a good surprise to see them last this long but it still sucks <laughs> i mean to see like robin and chelsea i was like they're gone like by episode two right yeah and like <laughs> it's like oh they're gone next week. nope they're in second place like what like so it looks like next episode um we have them going to slovenia and on this wikipedia there is mention of an express pass uh-huh uh, it looks like people are like climbing up a giant mountain so of, like we'll stairs see. we will see what this express pass is all about and who's gonna go for it i'm, I'm well, i saw robert rob and Corey running up stairs so i'm wondering if it's like, just at the top of the stairs because like it wasn't hard to get it in uh was it taiwan where yeah, it was original? yeah. Mm-hmm. like you said eat a whole bunch of food granted yes there are bugs but it's food this like it could be like climb up a thousand stairs and it's like at the top no wait were they in thailand not not taiwan yeah thailand. Uh, yeah sorry thailand. about that i apologize um, I don't have the Wikipedia on, up with. <laughs> I know. I have it just on my, my side of my computer right now. I've been clicking like back and forth. <laughs> well, it's that thing of like my uh, my computer crapped out, and hopefully it's going to still be working after this. I cannot believe uh, it. So on my uh, Chromebook. <laughs> okay, so that ends another great episode. This was this has been a great season. I am excited to continue to talk about it. We still have so much more race left to happen. Yeah, and it's gonna be good. I have a question because I've asked you this before, and I'm curious now that I haven't talked to you like in a few weeks. Who do you think are the top three teams? Like who do I think are going to be the top three? Yeah. Like in no particular order, or no particular. Order. I'm not saying like which team is winning because that's impossible to guess at this point. I yeah, think, that is I hard. Um, I think top three teams are going to be Robin Corey, uh-huh. um, Todd and Ashley, uh-huh. and. Uh, I'm kind of stuck on the other one. Like, part of me wants to say Greg and John because they have a pretty decent track record. Yeah. But I feel like Steve and Annalie have the better one. I don't know. I feel like they're going to fall apart. I feel like the Annalie- funny thing is, uh, my fourth team is not Steve and Annalie. Uh, like, my third team that I'm thinking of, like, is like, because, yeah, I think Robin Corey, um, Todd Ashley, um, Greg and John, and Morgan and Alina. There's See, a lot of, like, that's honestly what I'm hoping for. I want them to do better. Like I really like them, and I hope that they can. They're like, not even doing cats. bad. They're just like fighting like cats, uh, which is like out of the time. time. But they just don't. They don't like they. I mean, they had a one like bad leg, but like I feel like overall they're just kind of middle of the pack. So I would love to see them kind of get a jump and like get like a really good placement. Mm-hmm. 
in the next couple of legs. So we'll see. I'm curious. It's exciting. Like it's a it really exciting. good it's season. Really, it's been great because like it's been honestly somewhat hard to predict. Like every particular leg, like who's gonna play swear. Like the first Are, three, yeah. like, two or three legs, it was like pretty even, but then it became just like up and down like crazy. Like it's been like all yeah. over the place. So um with the announcement of the old season 35 becoming season 36 officially mm -hmm. and also being 90 minutes, how do you feel about that considering that was shot to be a 45 like uh, hour long episode instead of a 90 minute episode? I'm I'm intrigued how they're gonna do it. They're gonna do things so, because I feel like there's definitely a little more um race happening. Yeah. But like also like in this season, I feel like it's a lot more character development. I am just hoping. So I love the 90 minute episodes. I don't know everybody that agrees with that, but I really enjoy it because I feel like I'm really getting to know these people. And like it's it's standing with Survivor. Like Survivor 90 minutes is the best thing to happen to Survivor. Oh, 100 percent for that. Yeah. Oh my God. Um to have it also the amazing race has been like, I mean, really cool for me. I've really been enjoying it. And so I'm thinking that this next season, because it was originally shot to be like the 60 minute episodes, I'm thinking it might just be a little bit of a speed bump. Like it might be pun intended. Um, I think it might be a little bit of a speed bump. Like it might be kind of a weird season just because of the editing is like not meant for what it was supposed yeah, to be. Like the episode that happened during season four, three of Survivor, that was like the test for 90 minutes. Right, Probably right. Survivor and Amazing Race. And so Amazing I Race, in my personal opinion, can work in 90 minutes but like that like 45 into like uh 62 or whatever doesn't all does not work out so well hopefully so hopefully they fix it like i'm yeah I, like, and like, that's I'm what hoping, i'm hoping for. i'm hoping that if this next season is weird that at least they'll learn and combine what they've learned from this season and the next season into the next season and maybe it'll be just be a better format and like they'll get the yeah. kids out i don't know we'll see i would be happy either way like as long as it's on the air mm -hmm. i'm watching it so We'll see how because, goes. like, honestly, like season 35, the ones airing right now is, yeah. I think, pretty good. Um, okay. I think it doesn't it doesn't feel like too forced to be 90 minutes, right? But like, I feel like season 36 could be, and I'm a little concerned and, by that. And, and I agree with you there. Like, I, I'm wondering how well it's going to translate compared to this one. Um, but I think it can, it can only be a learning experience, hopefully, for the editors, and that they can yeah. continue in the future to make it better, but we'll see. I mean, I, I'm excited. I love Amazing Race. I will always love Amazing Race. I saw a woman on the street today that I thought was Morgan, and <laughs> I know that she lives in New York. And I was like, I'm like, no, Mark, it's 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 eight nine a.m. and that's not Morgan. Even if it is Morgan, you're not going to freak out at this tiny little lady that looks like Morgan. Oh uh, my like, god! Are you on Amazing Race? Like that's that how I would say. It. I would totally do that too. I'm going to be staring at her until I, I knew it was her. That's so funny. Like I feel like I should ask that when I eventually interview. Like, hey, totally uh, do you work? Do you work in Midtown? No. Right on this day at this time. Oh no, my god, so weird. No, I don't want. I don't. I try so hard not to be scary. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of not scary, Mark, where, <laughs> where can people find you and connect with you? Wow, that is the greatest uh, uh, transition I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, yeah, uh, so people can connect with me at MarkLeeB85 on Twitter, whatever it's called this week, uh, Instagram. Those are my most active things. I've just started doing TikTok as Movie Mark uh, because I've been wanting to do reviews for movies for a long time. They're like short form fun. <coughs> Sorry, uh, the weather change messed me up. I apologize. Um, first off, podcast, you can catch me every Thursday talking to the latest guest, uh, latest team eliminated from Amazing Race. Really had a great time talking with Liam and Jeremy last week. They were so much fun. Um, and, like, all the other teams have been great. Like, I really have enjoyed talking to them afterwards. And I'm really thankful for that. Um, 
Also, Lego Masters, I podcast with that every week with Josh Kettles. We might be having some guests here, which would be nice. Also, um, I might as well announce this here because uh, it's almost definitely confirmed. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some of the teams eliminated from the Buddy Games, at least one of the teams. Um, we were figuring out a time that can – I don't know if you watch or not, so I think you did, but I'm not positive. Um, but uh, the Derby Girl, the Derby Squad is one that's definitely on my list and also Team OK. I don't know about their team, so if they want to talk to me, I, I'm, I, I would. Um, but, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Oh, also – um, I believe I'll be podcasting about the Squid Games Challenge with Sarah Carradine at the end of this month and early next month. Awesome. You got a lot of stuff going on. That's great. Busy. <laughs> you. And y'all can find me at sabrizi2492 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, this is all I'm doing right now because I have other things going on. And that's fine. But I'm always willing to talk about Amazing Race. So I'm happy to be here every week. And you'll catch me again here next week. Maybe with Mark. Maybe not. I don't know. It's usually Mark. But we'll see. <laughs> it normally is. But also, like, it, like I'm not going to lie. It's really cool like hearing like the Sasha experience or the Sarah experience. Or even solo Bolo Sabrina. <laughs> uh, which I know was probably your nightmare. But, like, it was... I, I like I love listening to people talk about Amazing Race without me affecting it. Although I love talking about Amazing Race. So it's like that thing of, like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm it. no matter which way it goes i'm enjoying it all right well that is the end of this episode um feel free to like comment subscribe follow this podcast rate us five stars if it's not five stars find something that is and we will talk to you guys next week bye